Welcome to episode one of the Our City Podcast. We're just going to dive right into it before we start. The purpose of this podcast, obviously we're mostly going to be talking about the Mets. In addition, I want to take about maybe 10, 15 minutes or so, end of each episode, just discuss what's going on around the league, any news, updates, trades, all that good stuff. But first, obviously, we're going to dive right into it, talking about the Mets. Last night was a disaster that it went from zero to 100 really quick i watched only the first half or so of the game i turned off the game when all that rain delay stuff was going on but i wake up the next morning and see the box score and oh my goodness the mets bullpen is atrocious i don't like to talk bad about the team but this bullpen is just absolutely atrocious Uh, according to anthony decomo on Twitter, Mets beat writer. Mets bullpen ERA this year is 5.39, which is 28th in MLB. Or excuse me, it's a 5.47, which is 28th in the MLB. The only two teams that have a worse bullpen ERA are the Nationals, who currently only sit a game, or at least I think it's, I believe it's half a game actually, behind the Mets, and the Baltimore Orioles, who have the worst record in all of baseball. He also put up there that their ERA over the past few years since 2015. 2015, they were 10th. 2016, they were 6th. Then it starts falling apart. 27th, they were 29th in bullpen ERA. 2018, they were 28th. And now this year, 28th as or they're currently 28th as well. And then he also noted since the start of the 2017 season, the Mets have produced a 4.98 bullpen ERA, only better than the Tigers. What is going on in this bullpen? That's a great question. I honestly have no idea. Mickey has no idea either. Last night, he just said, simply put, we just stunk. That's all he could really say about it. You know, they got, he was talking along the lines that guys just need, you got to keep running guys out there because that's who you got. But, I mean, if he does, if he can't trust anybody, he can't go to Seth Lugo every single night. Right now, he's got nobody. In my eyes, Seth Lugo is the only guy in that bullpen that I trust right now. And right now, he can't run him out there every single night, especially since recently he's been coming off of an injury. Right now, they've lost two in a row. They currently sit 34 and 38 on the year. Their 162-game pace, according to Anthony DeComo as well, is 77 and 85. Obviously, that's not good. That's obviously not going to make it to the playoffs either. Um, the last night it was, we're going to talk about last night's game mostly in the bullpen together. It was five, three. When I turned the game off, Cano had just hit a homer and then the rain delay garbage happened or quote unquote rain delay. It, the same thing happened in city field the other night against the Cardinals. When you got, they rolled the tarp on and then the head ground screw guys like, or they get the tarp out onto the field before they pull it over the field. They're like, ground screw guys like, eh. Maybe not. We're not actually going to do it. So then you got to waste time rolling it all back up. And then they eventually did put, or I'm not sure actually, I turned it off before they did. I'm not sure if they did or did not uh, put the tarp on the field. 
but obviously there's a little delay. They were back to playing baseball about mm, 20 minutes or so later, and then that's when it fell apart. Wheeler pitched better, better than against the Yankees. Uh, he's ERA still barely under five. He went six innings, allowed 10 hits, five runs, four earned, two walks, and four strikeouts, including giving up a home run, leadoff homer. I believe it was leadoff. Yes, it was a leadoff homer in the first inning to Ronald Acuna Jr. And then Familia comes in. His pitching line pitched a third of an inning, got one, allowed one hit, three earned runs, two walks, and no strikeouts. ERA on the year now up to 7.81. 7.81 for a guy that you still owe, including this year and over the next two years, three years, $30 million. You still owe him. I mean, he allowed sing- singles to Albies and Acuna. He bases loaded walk to Freddie Freeman. And then, um, excuse me, Drew Gagno steps in. And he didn't do much better. He allowed, he pitched an inning and a third, allowed five hits, four earned runs, and th- walked three. His ERA is now up to 7.65. And then, obviously, the last, uh, to get the final out, uh, Mets went on their new guy, Brooks Pounders, pitched a third of an inning, struck out a guy, no nothing, no damage done from him. For the Braves, Soroka went six innings, allowed three runs on six hits with one walk and two strikeouts, and their bullpen was locked down the rest of the way. Their bullpen did not allow a hit until Grant Dayton gave up a hit in the ninth. Now the Mets currently are back to four games under, or excuse me, are currently under four games under 500. A bullpen is the biggest reason the Mets are in that position. You look at the guys that are in the bullpen this year. Brooks Pounders, obviously he's not, he doesn't really count because he's only been here for less than a week, or been here, been with the Mets for less than a week. And you got Seth Lugo with a 2.36 ERA, Edwin Diaz with a 3.77 and then Wilmer Font 4.43, and then that's when we get in the danger zone. You know, Gasalman 4.89. Uh, I'm looking at guys that are on the team now, not guys that are in the minors or have been DFA'd like Hector Santiago. Uh, Daniel Zamora, or not Daniel Zamora, Drew Gagno 7.65, Familia 7.81. Luis Avalon was 9.28 before he went on the IL. Uh, Justin Wilson was 4.82 before he went on the IL. So not many guys, Familia, or not Familia, excuse me, not many guys Mickey Callaway can count on. And obviously, if the Mets are going to be doing anything at the trade deadline, if they still see themselves in it, they're going to need to get bullpen help. And when Brody Van Wagenen signs all these pieces like Matt Kemp, uh, Danny Espinosa, uh, Dilson Herrera, he gets these guys back with big league experience. You got some trade pe- potential trade pieces there to go get some bullpen help. I mean, Matt Kemp, yeah, he's older, but he can definitely still provide offensive production for you. And I would take Matt Kemp if it, if it, if it only cost me a reliever, uh, maybe a reliever and a minor leaguer or something like that, I would definitely t- make that trade. If I'm here, getting a phone call from Brody Van Wagenen, obviously the Mets going to need bullpen help 
and they're going to need it sooner rather than later. And their guys in the minors aren't doing much better. Chris Flexen they just brought up. His ERA is barely under 11. Uh, Jacob Reams in the minors, his ERA on the year is 8.10. Daniel Zamora's ERA is 6. Tyler Bachelors is 5.4. Tim Peterson's is a 4.9. Paul Seawald's is a 3.86, which isn't awful. But he's only pitched 7 innings. So the Mets are going to need to... I mean, they can't even rely... Mickey can't even go out there and rely on Edwin Diaz. I mean, he got saved the other night by uh, Jeff McNeil against the Cardinals. But other than that, I mean, Diaz is 1-4, 3.77 ERA. He's 15 for 18 in save opportunities this year. He's obviously not panned out to be the guy you traded for. You gave up a lot for him if you're the Mets. And right now he's not – he's been – He's had his great moments, obviously, but right now he's just not showing to be the guy that you gave up so much for. Which brings me into uh, what I think the Mets should be doing at the deadline. The deadline, I still don't think this team should be selling. I still don't think it should be a complete rebuild. I don't think they should be buyers at this point either. If they go into the All-Star break at or around maybe give or ga- give a game or two at 500 I definitely would consider them still in it maybe not so much for the division considering Atlanta is quickly now 13 games over 500 after last night but definitely still in it for a wild card I mean right now they're only like five and a half games out I would consider doing a mixture of buying and selling you know if I got guys maybe a guy like Todd Frazier Maybe you part with a Zach Wheeler if you feel Anthony Kay is ready to come up and take a rotation spot. You know, maybe you trade some of that minor league depth that you have in uh, Syracuse. You know, you got guys on that team like Matt Kemp, like Adilson Herrera. You got Rene Rivera down there, Danny Espinosa, Ruben Tejada, Luis Guillorme, Aaron Altair, Gregor Blanco, Rajay Davis. I mean, maybe those are guys you you have to part with to go get some help. I mean, if just a few tweaks here and there. So ideally, after the All-Star break, or after the trade deadline, excuse me, let's say they do go out and they trade a Cano to get some bullpen help. You put McNeil back at second base, where I think he's best at, and then you can have Dom out there, Dom and J.D. Davis out in left field, so that way you can keep their bats in the lineup. Hopefully, Nimmo's neck isn't as serious. He's getting a second opinion in California right now. Hopefully, it's not as serious as the media is making it out to be. But you could very easily go into after the trade deadline with Wilson Ramos behind the plate, an infield of Alonzo, McNeil, Rosario, and Todd Frazier, assuming you don't trade him. If you do trade him, J.D. Davis will probably take over the role there. And then in the outfield, you got Conforto, hopefully Nimmo. If Nimmo's not there yet... Hopefully he will be. You'll have Lagares and Carlos Gomez probably platooning. And then in the uh, left field, you're going to have J.D. Davis and Dom Smith for most of the time. So you can keep those bats in the lineup. Which, honestly, you know, and plus that rotation, DeGrom, Syndergaard, when he comes back, Mats, you might have to give up a wheel or hopefully not, and then Vargas. I mean, that's a very solid team. It's Again, it's that bullpen. And it's it's not even the guys in the Mets' bullpen are awful it's just they're severely underperforming simply put they are not performing up to the level that they need to be for the Mets to be contenders <clears throat> excuse me in 2019 
if I'm new, if I'm Brody Van Wagen, and if I'm the Mats, I go into this whole 11 game road trip where you got three in Atlanta, four against the Cubs, and then four in Philadelphia. I look at this as the, one of, if not the biggest stretch of the season. This stretch will make or break this team. And it also will determine a lot and what they're doing at the deadline. Obviously, I mean, if you get swept by Atlanta in this series, you can, I don't want to say guarantee it, but your chances of winning the division are pretty much slim to none. In, t- in reality check, they're pretty much slim to none if the Mets do get swept by Atlanta. Unless they can come back and sweep Chicago and sweep the Phillies, which was doubtful. But, but, I mean, they just can't get swept. If they cannot get swept in this series, that would be realistically the perfect scenario, I guess. I mean, they if they win two out of three, great. I mean, Sirocco is just, was has been dealing all year, so there really wasn't much to do against them. But you're facing Max Freed tomorrow night. You got Julio Tehran you're up against tonight. Very easily, the Mets can win two out of three, but I really realistically only think they'll win one out of three, if we're being totally honest here. Then they head into Chicago. They still don't know who's starting Thursday in Syndergaard's spot. Uh, Mickey Callaway pointed out it could very well be uh, Wilmer Font who gets to start. Also, He's also considered Seth Lugo, which I think would be great. But the pro- only problem with Seth Lugo starting is the past... A uh, couple months or last year, most of, pretty much most of last year and all of this year, he's been used as a reliever. So obviously, he's not going to be able to go seven, eight innings because he's not. Well, he, I feel like he could, but you're not going to want him to go seven, eight innings. Find the Mets in that game. I'd start either Lugo or Font. And then, as soon as you're ready to take out one of them, the first guy I'm going to is the other one. You know, if I could get four innings out of Lugo, three or four innings, if I could get another three innings or so out of three or four innings out of Font or vice versa, that's a great Thursday game for me if I'm the Mets. That's exactly what I want in this situation. But uh, we'll we'll just leave it at that in terms of the Mets bullpen. This episode, obviously, is probably going to be a little shorter than most episodes. Uh Just simply because we're only discussing the bullpen next week, hopefully we'll have a little bit more to talk about. I'd like to do one episode a week. That's my plan. And today was mostly about the Mets bullpen. Uh, Obviously, you can't blame Mickey for this. I mean, people are like, fire Mickey, fire Mickey. It's not Mickey Calloway's fault that Jerry's Familia's ERA is barely under 8. I mean, Jerry's Familia came over, and Mets were hoping to get the guy they've had the past couple years and he's not been there I mean that's on Familia that's not on uh, Mickey Calloway I mean if he has to go to Familia he has to go to Familia I mean it's not like he's got an unlimited amount of options to work with he can't have the starter go six innings put in Lugo for two and then have Familia or not Familia Edwin Diaz in the ninth I mean it's not gonna work like that so obviously it's not you can't put all of the blame on Mickey Calloway a lot of the blame has to go on the players, obviously, because they're the ones going out there every night, and the front office for not doing more. I mean, obviously, right now they're not going to do a lot 
because nobody's everybody's still figuring out where they are. They don't know if they're going to be buying or selling. So the Mets are kind of just like waiting back, seeing, okay, where is everybody? Maybe they go after a Shane Green. Uh, maybe they go after a uh, Keone Tella in Pittsburgh, maybe. Maybe. I doubt the Pirates would be willing to trade him, but you never know. Maybe they go after a Mad Bum, although I highly doubt the Giants are going to take whatever the Mets are willing to offer. You could go get a Marcus Stroman, maybe have him or Vargas in the bullpen as your go-to guys. There's going to be a lot of options going into the trade deadline. It's just a matter of what the Mets are willing to do and where they stand going into the deadline. So let's wrap up this episode with a little bit of MLB uh, wrap-up. I'm on the MLB website right now and Actually, breaking news, Giancarlo Stanton is being activated from the injured list today. The Yankees are home against Tampa tonight. Uh, and obviously, with the fact that Stanton's returning, Judge shouldn't be too far behind him. Which would be not if the Yankees could get back. When they get back, Judge. I mean, that lineup is unbelievable. The amount of power that they're going to have in that lineup. I mean, Gary Sanchez, Encarnacion, they just traded for a couple days ago, Didi Gregorius, DJ LeMahieu, Glaber Torres, Luke Voigt, Aaron Hicks, Stanton, Judge, Gardner. That is a powerful lineup. I don't know how the Yankees do it, but they always do. That is unreal, the amount of talent and power that they have in that lineup. Now we're going to look at um, the current leaders in each league right now. Or not in each league. Let's do all of baseball. Current leaders in the top five categories. So we got batting average, run scored, home runs, RBIs, stolen bases. Cody Bellinger currently leads the league in average with a 355 average. Trevor Story leads with 64 runs. Christian Yelich, 26 homers. Christian Yelich already has 26 homers this year. And he had, I believe it was 22 last year. No, he had 36 last year. He has 26 this year before the All-Star break. He could easily be at 30 before the All-Star break. That is unbelievable. The Right now, the Marlins are looking like big doofuses I guess for lack of a better word for giving away this guy I mean obviously they were going to they got a great talent in Luis Brinson who just hasn't panned out yet I believe he's currently in the minors with Miami but what a trade for Milwaukee Josh Bell leads the way in RBIs with 65 very underrated MVP candidate I definitely right now excuse me would say the top three MVPs in each league or not in each league, in the National League, that MVP race is between Bellinger, Yelich, and Josh Bell. Josh Bell definitely deserves some consideration. Is he on a winning team right now? Not necessarily, no. Or playoff contender? No. But he, what he's done this year, you can't tell me he doesn't deserve MVP consideration. It what He's... um. Hitting two th- or excuse me, three twenty one on the year, sixty five RBIs, nineteen homers, fifty two runs scored, slugging six fifty three, 
and has an OPS of 1.041. His career home run total, or his highest home run total, is 26 homers and 90 RBIs. Those are his career highs he had back in 2017, his first full year in the major leagues. Right now, he has 65 RBIs and 19 homers. Both are higher than he had all of last year. And we're only not even halfway through the season yet this year. So, Josh Bell, definitely an MVP candidate in my eyes. And then in stolen bases, Aldoberto Mondesi, I'm sorry if I pronounced his first name wrong, has 26 stolen bases. Wow. That is remarkable. And then on the pitching side, Lucas Giolito, underrated Cy Young candidate, along with Jake Odorizzi, lead the league with 10 wins. Both of them, I think right now, are the front runners for the Cy Young in the AL. I definitely would give a lot of props right now to Lucas Giolito, especially with the year he had last year. This year with the White Sox, he has been great. Uh, in saves, Kirby Yates still leads the way with 25 saves for San Diego. ERA, Hinjun Ryu has an ERA of 1.26, and Garrett Cole leads the way in strikeouts with 140. Hinjun Ryu... It, I cannot believe the year he is having. 9-1, 1.26 ERA, 85 strikeouts in 14 games. ERA of .55 over his last seven games. He's 5-0 in that span. That, oh my gosh. The Dodgers are one of those, they're like the Yankees. They're the NL version of the Yankees. They always find guys. Ryu, obviously, throughout his career, especially last year, battled a lot of injuries, uh, or especially in years past, not just last year. He's battled lots of injuries, trying struggled staying healthy and staying on the field. This year, he's finally here, fully healthy, full season, and he has delivered for the Dodgers. And he's a huge reason why they're probably the favorites right now, again, in the NL. If hopefully, they're looking for a third straight uh, NL championship flag. Maybe this year, third time's a charm. Maybe LA will get it done this year. Right now, uh, my World Series favorites, I think, are Rays and Twins, Rays or Twins in the AL, and I'd have to give it to uh, Atlanta or LA right now for the NL. And I definitely think Milwaukee deserves to be in that consideration too. So that's going to wrap it up for episode one of the Our City podcast. I'd like to get uh, episodes up each week, like I said before. I'd like, and if big news happens, obviously, I'll do shorter episodes in the middle of the week. But most of the time, I'll be doing one longer episode, <clears throat> excuse me, on the weekends. Um, I'm going to put all the links to social media and all that good stuff in the description. Obviously, uh, check it out, give us a follow. Ask any questions uh, you may have in the comments section. We'll always answer them. Uh, if you have, if you want to like, uh, share, subscribe, all that good stuff, make sure you're doing that. I'm currently also a writer for TSJ 101 Sports. I'll put a link to their website in the description as well so you guys can go check them out. Great content, not just MLB, but for all sports. And that'll wrap it up for episode one of the Our City Podcast. I'll look forward to seeing you guys this weekend. And hopefully the Mets will get back in a little groove and get this 
ship back on track and hope to contend with hopes to contend this year. Thank you everybody and have a good one.